This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. everyone to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Truly a hero, Magnus McFarlane Barrow set out a few decades ago to make a change in his life in the world, and he has. From beginning in a shed, feeding a few, to now serving their one billionth meal, Mary's Meals has made it their mission that no child should ever go hungry. To say this man is an inspiration is an understatement, friends. And I think you'll know why after this interview. Here he is, my conversation with Magnus McFarlane Barrow. Welcome back, Magnus McFarlane Barrow. Thank you, John. How are you? I'm doing fine. I can't wait to see you again, brother. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you and and all, all my old friends over there soon. For those that have not heard of Mary's Meals, and I'm sure we have them listening this morning, what is it? It's a, it's a very simple thing. It, it's all about providing one good meal every day for the world's poorest children. And we all will always provide that meal in a place of education. So, so we meet the immediate need of the hungry child for, for food. But at the same time, uh, by enabling them to come and, and get an education, um, we, we're tackling the underlying cause of poverty at, at the same time. Um, so a very simple mission, but one that, that, that works. We, we, we see the fruits of it now all over the world. And in terms of of young people leaving school with an education and and um, going on 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 to all sorts of of lives, um, so it's it's a beautiful thing and something that keeps growing around the world. How many countries are you in now? So we're we're serving meals in in fifteen different countries, uh, all kinds of of places. Many countries in in Africa. We're in South Sudan, for example, where the terrible war continues. We're we're in uh, Syria, another place of of conflict. Uh, we're in Haiti, uh, working in the urban slums and up in the mountains there. Uh, India, uh, all kinds of you know very different cultures, very different environments, but always that same simple thing: one meal every day uh, in in a place of education. What would you say is the biggest struggle you've had to overcome, Mary's Meals, over the time that you've uh, from the time you started it? Hmm, it's a good question, John, because. You know, it, Mary's Meals is something that um, it just grows in this beautiful way, in this way that's hard to explain. And, you know, I, I think the, the good folk of Iowa are one of the best examples of how groups of people all over the world just take it to to heart and, 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 and support this mission in an incredible way. So I suppose for us, some of the bigger challenges are around, you know, some of those countries that I've just named that we're working in, places where... There are huge uh, logistical challenges. You know, South Sudan, uh, very hard to move um, food about there because of the because of the war. Uh, places like Liberia, where there are many of the villages uh, we feed in, would would have uh, almost no roads to them, or we have to get the food across rivers in dugout canoes, or in the mountains of Haiti, where moving food on on donkeys up um, mountainsides. So. All kinds of, of challenges around logistics. and But I have to say, over the years, we've, we've always found a way um, to overcome those challenges. And I think the key to that really is that our projects are always owned by the local community, very often the local church. 
um, and, and, and those people locally, um, they know how to solve these problems. So working with them is a, is a very great privilege. You, you, you now have fed your billionth meal, October yeah. of 2017. Wow, that's a big yeah. number. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Oh, you know, and, uh, so, so now we're, we're, we're feeding every, every day uh, 1.25 million children eat, eat uh, Mary's meals across those 15 countries. And, yeah, they're staggering numbers. It's, it's hard to get your head uh, around them. But I do, I always love to say when, you know, when, when the big numbers are mentioned, and the numbers are, are, they have their place, they're important. Mm-hmm. But for us, it's, it's important that we don't get too focused on, on numbers. It's, it's so much for us uh, a work of love. This, this work we do, it's about individual children. Uh, and, and we never want to lose sight of that. We never want to get too caught up in, in, um, in the numbers and in strategy and business planning uh, because at its heart, this is a, a work that's completely reliant on, on God's providence. I think it's another sign of his mercy. And, and in, in a particular way, uh, and the name Mary's Meals is probably a clue, in, in a particular way, we entrust this work to our, our Blessed Mother, um, and ask her to show us how, how how she would want us to do it. I would think that founders of an organization such as this, Mary's Meals, but founders just in general of something of this magnitude, uh, are constantly thinking, and of course you got the workers that are right there on the front lines, but you may have to take a step back, look at the big picture, and to say, where do I want this to be when I'm gone? You know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years down the line. Does, does, do, you, do you strategize looking at that? Yeah, it's a great question, John. Very much. I'm, I'm very. As as we all get older, we become more more aware of those things, don't mm-hmm. we? And, and absolutely, uh, something I, I think about and pray about a lot. You know, and I would say Mary's Meals is in a in a really good place in in terms of it being a fantastic team, wonderful, talented leaders throughout the organisation. But at the same time, I uh, I do see it as as my top priority in terms of how do we protect the, the values of Mary's Meals, the ethos of, of Mary's Meals, um, beyond those of us uh, who, who founded it, beyond those of us who lead it uh, today. And, and so, I, for example, I, as well as traveling quite a lot and giving talks to the different parts of the Mary's Meals family, um, I've spent more time in the last couple of years writing uh, about the Mary's Meals way. Uh, what is it that makes this um, particular mission Special. What what are the, th- the things that should never change? Some things, of course, have to change as you grow and, and, and try and feed many more children. But what are those things that we should protect and, and hold dear uh, always in, in, in Mary's Meals? So they're important tasks. It's a, it's a great question you ask. What about your family? You, you have uh, how many kids now? Seven kids. Seven, Seven kids. kids. Uh, your your yeah. wife. Um, you don't do this alone. Uh, any any time you do something like this, of course, your your family, your kids. Maybe for most of them, this is all they've ever known. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, and they're great, great kids. And you know, I suppose me and my wife, we've always tended a little bit with our kids to protect them from these meals, just in, in the sense of, you know, everyone that comes to our home or sure. we bump into want to talk about Mary's meals, you know, and often they'll say to our kids, oh, are you going to take over your dad's work when, when you're older? And we want to leave them very free to be the people God wants them to be and, sure. and to, to follow their path. At the same time, it's beautiful to see the older ones now, two are, you know, at the university stage and left home. They just love Mary's meals so much. What The older one just began a... A Mary's Meals support group in, in his university, and they've both just been volunteering with us 
uh, overseas this summer. So they have a real love for Mary's meals, but I do I do very much want them to to be free to to follow the you know their particular vocation, their particular path in life as well. How much does a meal cost? An individual meal? It's a, it's um, a little under ten cents for a meal, believe it or not. When you break the costs down, it's it's nineteen dollars and fifty cents for an entire school year wow. uh, to feed a child. And and th- these numbers sound ridiculous, don't they? On on first hearing, but they're, they're real numbers, you know. And and lar- largely possible because. Nearly all of our work uh, is is done by unpaid volunteers. You know, just in Malawi, our biggest project, we have over 80,000 local Malawian volunteers, people living in real poverty themselves, choosing to give up time every day to to make sure the children can eat. And it's it's humbling to spend time with those people and to see the sacrifices they are choosing to make. That gave me the goosebumps. People in poverty serving people in poverty. It's, that's a really important thing for us, John, because I think there is a risk in doing this kind of work sometimes where you can start to think, well, you can start to think, you know, almost that you're superior as the giver or, or that it's people in the wealthier countries like ours who are doing all the giving and people in Africa are just passively receiving. And it's not that with Mary's Meals, you know. It's, we, we like to say we're all walking together. Some of us can give time. Some of us can give money. Um, some of us pray for the work, which is most important of all. And mm-hmm. so there are many different ways to give, and that allows us to have the sense of no matter where we are in the world or, or what our particular circumstances, we, we can walk together with that same very simple goal. There's going to be a benefit concert, another benefit concert that's going to be taking place August 30th from 6.30 to 9.30 at, 30 at Jasper Winery in Des Moines. Uh, you're going to want to check that out, friends. We'll have a lot more information on that here on Iowa Catholic Radio as the time continues to approach. I'd love to see as many people out there. I was there last year, and it was just a fun night. All the proceeds go to Mary's Meals. You can check them out at marysmealsusa.com. That's marysmealsusa, excuse me, .org. .org is where you can go. Uh, Magnus, I just I can't thank you enough, brother. No, you too. You too, my friend, and look forward to seeing you all very soon. I cannot wait. Uh, Magnus yeah. McFarlane Barrow. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, maybe one of these days when you come back to Des Moines, I'll take you back to Tamiya and Sons. We'll see. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll <laughs> hold good you to man, that, John. Man. I appreciate God it. God bless you. God take bless. care. So there you have it, friends. I want Magnus's story to be one of inspiration to you. I don't know if he ever thought Mary's Meals would get as big as it has. But I do know this. In its beginnings... He was interested in only one thing, and that was the next step, taking the next step, one foot in front of the other. And now here he is, bearing the fruit of his deep faith in the Lord Jesus and his mother. We can do that too, friends. We can do that too. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Linetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.